It's my show. Whoa, look at you. Aren't you fancy dancy? Yeah, I'm pretty fly. I know it. Are we going to a wedding or something? Am I going to be getting a bath? I have no idea. Mother just put me in my fancy harness and said that we have a visitor coming today. That sounds cryptic. Not feeling a bath today. Huh, you love baths. Love is a word reserved only for mama and daddy. Wait, what about me? What day of the week is it? I don't know. Wednesday? Is it an even or odd number date? How the hell would I know? I can't jump up to read the calendar. Well, I guess then by default, I will grant you the love privilege. Oh, thank you so much. It's mostly because of your snappy harness that you're wearing there. Yeah, why in the hell am I wearing this thing? I mean, I like it for its fashion sense, but it's tight and itchy. It's the price of fashion. Oh, no. What? I think I know why I'm wearing this thing. Why? This might be for Mo and Layla's wedding. Oh, no. I don't want to have to see that. It's disgusting enough to watch them kissy, kissy, kissy and baby talk the entire time they're around each other. Yeah, I don't want to throw up a chicken cordon bleu. Are they serving chicken cordon bleu? Not to you. You get kibble. Chicken is only for the wedding party. Fuck kibble. It's just another reason not to go. You're the wedding party? Of course I am. Mo thinks of me like a brother, so I'm destined to be the best man. Plus, I am a great Toastmaster. I love toast. Is it with butter or jam? Toastmaster. It's when someone is a master at giving speeches. <laughs> you? You only think you're a master of is rubbing your dick all over everything. Okay, okay. Very, very funny, 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 funny. No, really, though. I'm sure I'll come up with a great speech at the wedding. You know, impromptu, off the cuff. What about some of his friends at the dog bar? Mozart, you big lug. <laughs> Mozart's not here. Are you losing your eyesight, yo dog? No, I'm practicing my impromptu speech. Which would cancel the definition. Mozart, you lug. Look at you, hitching up with this big, scruffy-looking bitch. Uh, I wouldn't call And you. Layla. Okay. I've known you longer than Mo. You can be as crazy as any dog. I have ever seen. The way you happily trot up to the randos on every hike we go on, trying to lick them and jump on stranger fleshies who clearly have no interest in dogs. Hell, you even slutted up with Finn the mini pin for a hot second. Who knows where that hobo goes when he leaves here? Spreading the plague just like Indiana. Shut up, Zeddy! You can't say that stuff at a wedding! Why not? It's fun. People love it when you roast the groom. You can't say that the bride cuddles up with randos and sluts it up with hobos! Hmm, well what if I put it in a wrap? Oh, it's inappropriate. How about if I talk about Moe's stubby little legs and his sausage body? Yeah, that'll work. And how Layla has sniffed more butts than a drug dog at the airport. Not appropriate. So what you're saying is that bitches get a pass on piss humor. Speaking of piss, how about instead I talk about how many times I've pissed on his head during walks? Save that for the bachelor party. Oh, shit. What now? Well, if I'm the best man, I'm the one that's supposed to arrange the bachelor party. Again, maybe he chose one of his friends from the dog park. Then why wasn't I invited? No, I am definitely dropping the ball here. I know it. I better start setting something up pronto. Well, it's a little late if the wedding is today. Well, I can blame the great escape. Mo, I'm sure, has very little wedding protocol knowledge. I can tell him that the bachelor party comes after the wedding, but before the honeymoon. I am always going to lean into the Mozart is dumb category, but I don't think even he is dumb enough to fall for that. Well, before I even get to that bridge, I need to find some good bachelor party ideas. You think you can cover me for a little bit so I can think about it? Are you serious? Come on, I'd do it for you. Would you, though? Well, maybe not, but I need a favor here. Fine, I'll just go to... From the skyscrapers of New York to the coast of California, this is... Doggo News! 
First off, in an already unprecedented year, a farmer in the Italian island of Sardinia made an unexpected discovery. Uh, sorry to bother you, Indy, but I was just wondering if you would be willing to jump out of a cake in a thong for most bachelor party. No! But I've already bought the- No! All right, fine. Um, as I was reporting, the farmer, Christian Marucci, arrived at his barn where his dog was giving birth to a litter of puppies. Sorry, sorry, I was just listening and I couldn't help but wonder why a dog giving birth to puppies is such a big deal. Well, if you would concentrate on what you were doing and let me finish, you might just find out. All right, all right, good point, good point. Real quick, though, would you be willing to lay on a table and have us eat sushi off of you? What do you think the answer to that question is? Okay, I'll mark you down as a maybe. More like a maybe not. Gotcha, okay, carry on. When Christian arrived at the barn, he was completely surprised to see that one of the puppies was completely green. He quickly named the dog Pistachio. The dog was part of a five-pup litter. The other puppies were all white like the mother doggo, except for Pistachio. It's very uncommon, but not unlikely for dogs to be born with green fur. It only happens to puppies with initially white or more pale furs. How in the fuck does a dog get born with green fur? And how do you know what the color green looks like? It's an article, dipshit. Fleshies know what green looks like. All right. The reason a pup came out such a peculiar color is due to a rare occurrence during a doggo's term. Oh, gross. Are you going to talk about reproduction stuff? Oh, regrow up hair. The phenomenon is said to happen when a pale-colored puppy makes contact with the pigment known as bilirubin. Which is in the womb. Womb yak. The dying is only temporary, but it does make for some great stories and some creative doggo names like Baby Yoda. Cool, cool. Okay. Say, would you be interested in coming in like a cop and saying that the party is too crazy than doing a sexy dance routine for Mo? Do I even have to answer? Why? You love to dance. Doesn't mean I want to strip. All right, all right. Back to the drawing board. In other news, action movie star Jean-Claude Van Damme has come to the rescue for a chihuahua, saving her from euthanasia. You really should punch up your uh, dog on news stories. Go back to your party planning. I got this. The dog, named Raya, was sold to a new owner in Norway, but the dog traveled on an illegal passport. Oh, how the fuck did a dog get a passport? It was illegal. How the fuck did a dog get a hold of a fake passport? The fleshy transporting her was using an invalid passport. Well, Norwegian officials tried to repatriate the dog, but Bulgaria refused due to the EU's strict transport of live animal restrictions. The dog was then said to be euthanized. Goddamn inhumane humans. That's when Van Damme split kicked into action. He made a series of impassioned pleas through social media. He posted videos of himself with his own chihuahua, posting messages like, I beg please for my birthday. Please, Food and Safety Organization, please change your decision. <laughs> you can't do that with a Belgian accent? Weak. Don't you have a party that you failed to plan that you are still neglecting? All right, all right. The pleas seemed to help because the Bulgarian government reversed its position and allowed Raya to be repatriated. She was put through a series of health checks and is now available for adoption. Great story, Andy, great story. I just want to know what your feelings are on mud wrestling. Mm, Mark Me Down is not a fan. Huh. Consider this next story filed under the nightmare fuel department for you fleshies. A story from the New York Times reports of a fleshy in New York City who was just walking along when the sidewalk suddenly opened up. The fleshy fell into a storage vault that was filled to the brim with rats. Nightmare? Sounds like an all-you-can-eat buffet for the three witchy cats. Yeah. 
The fleshy had to wait patiently for the first responders to arrive on the scene, and they were able to fish the fleshy out. Fish him out? How deep was the hole? 10 to 12 feet, according to the article. Good God, that's 14 of me stacked up. Are you done with your bachelor party plans? Well, that depends. Here we go. Would you possibly be interested in tying Mo up, covering him in whipped cream, and maybe lightly whipping him? Hmm. Now that I could possibly get down with. All right, yeah. It looks like a humiliation bachelor party is what could be in store for little Moses. Sounds perfect. Great job. Okay, where are we at? Final story for Doggo News. Let's file this one under weather. An article from Wave 3 News has determined the dog breeds that will be most affected by the heat. Heat! Most of our audience is headed into winter. Hey, it was 85 degrees out here the other day. Climate change is real, folks. The article says that the main risk factors that can lead to harm and even death in dogs during heat waves were age, weight, and skull anatomy. With things like coat thickness and muscle ratio also playing a factor. Dogs 12 years of age and older, dogs 110 pounds and heavier, are most susceptible to suffering dangerous levels of heat stroke and possibly death. The top breeds that are known to have adverse reactions when the heat index starts to climb are Chow Chows, Bulldogs, French Bulldogs, Greyhounds, and Cavalier King Charles Spaniels. But it doesn't have to be breed-specific. Watch these signs in your doggo when the temps are high. Increased heart and respiratory rate, excessive panting, drooling. Well, that sounds like a normal Tuesday for you. Shut up, Zeddy. Difficulty breathing, mild weakness, lethargy, or sudden collapse. You shouldn't joke, Z. You've had a bout with overheating yourself. Oh, you're so dramatic. Zetterberg, we both know that I have no real issues with the heat. Mama and Daddy both refer to me as a solar camel dog. While you have to be carried every now and again... Due to the heat. I do not recall what you are referring to. Uh-huh. All I'm saying is that is an issue that fleshies should take very seriously. Doctors say that there is a 50% mortality rate for dogs that are treated for severe heat stroke. Wow, way to close out on such a dark note. Fear drives the news. Don't forget to check out our Facebook page to read the full articles featured on today's Doggo News. So how did the bachelor party planning go? I'd say pretty good. First, the witchy cats will appear out of nowhere and dog nap him. Then, they're going to stuff him in a pillowcase and then drop him in the trunk of the time machine. Yeah, that's right up the witchy cat's alley. Then, after a few days, we'll pull him out of the time machine, tie him up to the tree, and then pelt him with water balloons. You know, they'll be filled with something sticky or oily so it's really gross and uncomfortable. Oh! And mm. then we take turns pissing on his face because, you know, classic. I'm guessing since he'll be married, I won't get as many chances to piss on his head anymore. Layla the giant will protect him most likely. This doesn't sound like it's going to be very enjoyable for the lug. Mom. I'm pretty sure bachelor parties aren't meant to be enjoyable. <laughs> I mean, at least not for the groom. I think you're getting things confused. It's the marriage that's not supposed to be enjoyable. Not the bachelor or bachelorette parties. Oh, uh, I'm starting to get the feeling that you're not a big fan of my plans. Not so far. What's in store for the food for the party? Pizza. Oh, that's good. For us. Mo's gonna get kibble. You know, give him the taste of the common dog. Fuck kibble! Zenny, it's quite possible that you are the worst best dog. Huh, you're just jealous. Hello, my friends. Lucksters! Whoa, what are you doing here? Are you here for Mo's wedding too? No, I have uh, too many upcoming social engagements. Well, I don't know if we can spend too much time hanging out with you today, because, you know, as you can see, I am all dressed up in my fancy dancy harness. Big plans today. Mozart's getting married. We don't know that for sure. Well, who is the lucky bitch? Ha! <laughs> lucky! I see what you did there. Ah, this big scrappy hound, Layla. She's a wild one. I see. <coughs> Is that your mother crying? 
The Jasmine has been very sad as of late. Wow, what's happening? I regret to tell you that the reason I am here today is because I am meant to say my goodbyes. I sense that my time on this earthly plane is ending very soon, so I am putting together my retirement plan. Like your 401k and stuff? No, I am cashing in on this old broken down body. I am moving on to bigger and better things. Jeez, Luxers, I didn't even have time to get you a nice clock or a fake gold-plated watch to commemorate the event. That is okay. Where I am headed, I need to pack light. Did you have to go through like some sort of an orientation? How do you know all these protocols? I have conversed many times with both Chewbacca and my old friend Hayden. They have paid many visits to me as my health has started to decline. They have prepared me for my journey ahead. Oh, I see what you mean. Oh, okay, okay. So, uh, you're off to the old clone farm for you, huh, buddy? No, this is my decision. Not my fleshies. Oh, so the Rainbow Bridge then? Maybe at some point, yes, but not right away. Well, then where are you off to? I am going to reside in my fleshy Jasmine's heart for the time being. Oh, what's the security deposit for a place like that? The rates are reasonable. Mm, Because, you know, I heard that... Okay, okay, I'm sorry, but I'm confused. My compadres, my soul is just too big for this little body that has been containing it for far too long now. I will soon take residence in the one place large enough to contain my mighty soul, and that is in the heart of the Jasmine. Uh, okay, so uh, what do you have planned while you make that transition? First, I will catch up on many of the naps that I have missed over the years. Next, I will continue to watch over the Jasmine. My passing will be very hard on her. I will need to remind her here and there that I will always be with her. Finally, I will help the Jasmine in finding a new dog to take over the responsibilities of caring and protecting for her. (laughs) Really? You're okay with that? I don't know if I could be so giving. Yeah, that's definitely not in your nature. I mean, with some other ragadoodle or snuffle pumpkin coming in, playing with your old toys, sleeping in your old bed? Of course, for me to want the Jasmine to give her love to only me is selfish, and I am not a selfish dog. Yeah, but you are super obsessive about the Jasmine. Well, because I love her with all of my heart. Right, right, naturally. Then wouldn't you always want her to hold a candle for you? By having her mourn over me forever? Why would I want someone I love to go through so much prolonged pain? I don't know, because it continues to show the fleshy's love for you. Why would I worry myself with the cares of a living dog? What use do I have for cuddles or snuggles and uh, cuckoo cacas of the fleshy when I can't feel or appreciate them once I shed this mortal coil? Well, you're a bigger dog than me. Yes, he is. You will feel differently when your time comes close. Oh, yeah. Oh, so maybe that's why mothers dress me up in this harness. Not for Mozart's nuptials. I mean, with how punctual the minge always is, he would have been here by now. And so Layla. So today is special because of you, Lucky. I think this is true. So you're just here to say goodbye before you head out? Correct. Oh, thank God. Zeddy! No, 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 that's not what I meant. I'm really just relieved that we aren't celebrating Mo's wedding today. I mean, it would be such a bittersweet day. Yeah, and it buys you more time to plan Mozart's bachelor party because you need it. Uh, I may be mistaken, but... Doesn't the Layla have to say yes before there is a wedding? Oh, yeah! Yeah, yeah, good point, good point. <laughs> it's just like you to bring perspective to a situation. Yeah, you're like our trusted voice of reason. Wait, where will we get that when you're not around? You are coming to a point where you need to start to provide that perspective yourself. What? No way, Lucky. I live by my gut. A puppy at heart. Zetterberg, you are the last connection to the OG crew. Chewie, Hayden, myself, the Zeddy. 
And finally, the Indy. It is now your time to pass on the knowledge to the younger generation of doggos. The mole, the Layla, the Finn, and even those witchy cats. I enjoy their chutzpah. But what do we have to teach? Are you kidding? You are the two dope dogs on the bikes. You have a platform in front of you. Just continue to use it in the way that you have. Spreading joy and knowledge. <coughs> oh, okay, I got it. I get what you're saying. Lucky, I appreciate you letting us be your friend. I know that you could have said no. You could have just curled up on your bed and said, not you two dogs, but you let us into your home and your heart. And for that, we'll always be grateful. We're really going to miss you, old pal. Yeah, just saying goodbye is difficult. Mm, 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 mm. I will always be with you, my friends, but... I will admit, I would miss taking you to school in our tussle sessions. Okay, Lucky, just because you're on the way out doesn't mean you can lie to our audience. <laughs> it has been such an amazing run, but my time is near. Please, both of you, take care of the Jasmine the best that you can in the coming days. It is always tough for the fleshies when we move on. You got it, Luxters. You know we will. Hey, I'll even play with your toys if you want me to. I've seen your stash. He means he'll rip up your toys. Like I said, those toys and my bed are for my successor. The next lucky dog who gets to be with the Jasmine. Oh, all right. Well, on that, I feel this is a good time to bid you both farewell. The next time you will see me, I will be flying with the Chewbacca. Bye, Lucky. I love you, and I will miss you. Thank you, Indiana. I love you like a brother, Luxters. I'll never forget you. You are truly OG. Same to you, my friend, Zetterberg. Smell you later. Hey, he changed his theme song. I think he did it for you. Oh, you think so? (sighs) There goes a legend. You know, something tells me we'll be seeing him again soon. Just like how Chew Bear comes around. I hope so. Lucky always brings the knowledge. You know, this may seem like an improper time, but can I ask you something show-related? Sure. It's about our Monday Mutt segment. Okay. Well, what's it really about? I mean, are we highlighting doggo heroes, rescue organizations, dogs that need rescuing, cute or funny videos or stories or what? Well, why can't it be just any one of those things? They're just like a weekly grab bag. All right, perfect. In that case, I would like this week's Monday's Mutt to be lucky. No argument here. Let me take you back, folks, to 2009. Before I was born. Mother and father are living in Hwood. June Street. Word. It takes a few weeks before they meet, but mother does know that the new neighbor works long hours and has a dog. Mama could hear that dog barking for long periods of time during the day. So mother, genius that she is, sometimes, writes the neighbor a note. What are the benefits of having thumbs? And the note said, hey, I noticed that you have a dog and work long hours during the day. I also have a dog. Chewbacca! Would you like it if we picked up your dog in the day and keep him company? If you haven't guessed it by now, that little dog was lucky. That little wax on, wax off walking little guy was the beginning of it all. If not for Lucky, Daddy wouldn't have felt guilty about waiting so long to find a dog for Chewie to mentor. Which in turn caused Father to want to get another doggo soon after Chewie passed. Which is how Daddy found me. If it weren't for Lucky, none of that would have happened. That's without even talking about the friendship between Mother and Father and Dog Godmother Jasmine. She scooped you off the streets with them in mind as your fleshy. Simply based on how much they love Lucky. He really is the OG. You were right to be nervous the first time he was on the show. So a tribute to you, little Luxters, until we meet again. We love you, Luxters. If I could cry, I would. Well... It's that time now as usual to read a segment from our book. 865 Reasons Why Having a Dog Is So Much Better Than Having a Kid. Reason number 80. Music. Music. 
remember the time when you could just spend all day discovering new music? Whether it be new alt-rock bands or old-school gems that light up a party. Or that hipster underground rapper that is only known on the local scene. Well, kiss those days goodbye when you have a kid. Good luck listening to anything but Raffy, Barney, and I Poop My Pants, You Can Too type songs. And once those brats start riding in the back seat, your music privileges are reduced to nada. Zip. Zilch. Zero. Zazu. Xanax. That doesn't fit. Sure it does, because that's what you're going to need to drown out the sound of the Paw Patrol song ringing in your head. But not with dogs. Nope. I love Mama and Daddy's music selection. Johnny Cash to Childish Gambino. Prince to Foster the People. We will rock out with our tongues out. So the next time you're driving around jamming to your favorite band's new album. Or you find that great new band that no one else has heard. Just remember, you have 15 years of Barney to BTS the second you have a kid. Reason number 80. Music. So that wraps it up for today's episode of the Zeddy and Indy Show. Be sure to follow, like, and subscribe at all our normal haunts and hangouts. She keeps in Hagelschlag. We almost forgot our shoutouts. Never. Leisha, Olga, you know what you mean to us and how much we appreciate you. If you would like to get a shout-out like Leisha and Olga or access to bonus materials and special perks, then go to patreon.com forward slash the ZN Indie Show and join the cause. And if you're already a patron, you can always up your donation like our loyal patron, Willie Walter, did. Yeah, Willie! Thank you. And thank you to Leisha, who also just added her two dogs to become Patreons. Yes, you can do that as well. It's like giving them a passport. And thank you to everyone else who's listening to our show. Please tell all of your friends and family about us because you know, word, 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 word is the word. Yeah, I don't think that's how it goes. And to all of you fleshies out there who have lost a pup or a pet in recent times, we feel you. But rest assured, as Lucky has told us, you can get another pet. You can love again. You can feed a new dog amazing food and give him or her a good home. Fuck kibble! Keep your love for domesticated animals in your home alive and well. The AK is counting on you. AK! Animal Kingdom, right? So until next time, smell Smell you later. later!